0: How we feeling? I got two words for y'all, okay? Soft life. That was a little bit of ASMR for you too, okay? But that's the tweet today, all right? That's the message. That is the entire energy of this episode. We are declaring, as y'all have heard on all of the feeds, it is a soft girl summer. We are done, 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 being defined by our quote-unquote strength, not doing any of that. So today, let's talk about softness versus strength, okay? First, what defines soft? What does it even mean? We're seeing thousands of TikToks and reels about it, but when we talk about a soft girl summer and living that soft life, what does it actually require? Having lots of money going on vacations? I mean, I'm sure that definitely helps regardless, to be honest. Or is it the simple things like getting that bath bomb and your favorite wine from Target, lunch with friends, a little roster work? You know, we're going to really dig in and just get a better sense of what softness actually means for us. And I think overall, what we want to just figure out is how do we make sure softness feels safe? How do we Make sure that softness feels stress-free. How are we vibrating higher and making the best choices for us, regardless of what we decide this soft-life summer actually means? So let's dig on in. As y'all know, I am Chelsea Sanders, your VP here at Unbothered, and I am joined by the most beautiful crew who have amazing soft lighting, you know, killing it, my Unbothered Go-Off Sys team. All right, so as we do, we're going to kick off with some unpopular opinions, but today I want to dig into what makes up a soft life for you, all right? So let's get in the kitchen, cook it up, all right? You have to bake a soft life cake. What are the three ingredients each of y'all are using to create a soft life? Kathleen in the 6 i I'm going to start with you.
1: Hi. Hi, Chels. Hi, everyone. It's your girl, Kathleen, coming at you from the six, as I do, the deputy director global here at Unbothered. Okay, this is so hard. The first thing that comes to mind, like my gut reaction was to say money, of course, creative freedom, and sleep. Because I do not get enough of sleep, and sleep to me is softness and all of the things. But I don't think that the soft life should be wrapped up in work at all. So even the fact that I said creative freedom, I need to unpack that in therapy. But in general, like, when we talk about the soft life or having a soft girl summer, it's so funny, I think, with internet trends. Like, at first, I was so very much into the original definition of a soft life. You know, Anae has mentioned it in the past on this podcast, where, you know, it is supposed to combat the strong black woman trope. And it's supposed to be this idea that we as Black women can take a step back from being everything to everybody and doing everything for everyone all the time as we do. You know, it's supposed to be about rest and relaxation, which we know can be revolutionary. But now, you know, whenever you attach the word aesthetic to anything these days, I just roll my eyes at it. And I think I find myself... Doing that when I'm scrolling through feeds, like I'm kind of rolling my eyes. So I think my unpopular opinion here is that the soft life as it has come to be, is kind of played out and it's lost the original meaning it's supposed to have. And I don't even know really what it means anymore. You know, like when people say they're living a soft life, like hashtag soft life, and it's just them like on a yacht or like buying a bunch of things there at like Fendi or whatever— It's all these things tied to capitalism or even to work. Like I mentioned work. When people tie soft life to work or all these other capitalistic things, it's like, what are we doing? To me, a soft life is about reclaiming those things and doing away with some of those like structural, systemic expectations that have been put on us. And I don't know if that's what it's becoming right now when you're scrolling through your feed on TikTok and Instagram.
0: Ladies and gentlemen, Kathleen, I asked you to bake a (laughs) cake, okay? (laughs) Again, the one in the corner at the party, like, well, this is why we need reparations That we just need to dismiss ourselves of capitalism. Girl, we're three minutes into the podcast, okay? I asked you to bake a little cake. All true. And I appreciate your perspective, which is always on point. I'm going to just say, we're baking a cake, okay?
1: Can you tell I'm not living a soft life right now? Anyway.
0: Okay. Maya, how about you? What's in your soft life cake? (laughs)
2: What's up, y'all? Y'all already know who it is. It's down south Queen Maya, coming live from Brooklyn, New York. And for me, it is freedom of time, mental and emotional stability, and money would be my ingredients for my soft life. And I wake up in the morning, you know, I just want to be happy. I just want to have time for myself in the space to do the things that I love. You know, throughout life, I just want to feel like I'm on a natural high. I want to feel like, wow, like... I'm floating. You almost try to run me over with your car, but I don't care because I'm high off life. You know? I wanna <laughs> I wanna be in an emotionally good place. I wanna be in a financially good place. And that doesn't mean like I'm balling Beyonce out of control. That just means the bills are paid. I can go out and eat and drink with my friends and buy what I want to buy. And for me, I don't think my opinion might not be that unpopular, but just a soft life for me is what brings you the most peace. That's what a soft life is for me. So if you need to take a trip, and maybe it's not an international trip, it might be something to Texas, and you're staying at this really dope resort where one of the walls is glass and you wake up to some amazing sunset, that's soft to me. You know, it doesn't always have to be this big, extreme life change.
0: Hmm, yes. All right. That's a very good note, just about freedom of time and also what brings you peace. I think that's an important Conversation that I wanted to get into a little bit more. Okay, Anae, how about you? What's in your soft life cake?
3: Hey, y'all. It's uh, the doll, Anae Komunibo culture critic. Um, I kind of have a lot of similar thoughts, but um, I would say the community aspect of it is a huge part of soft life for me. I think that having people who make you feel safe and comfortable and support your soft life agenda is really important because you can't be soft if the people around you want you to be hard. So that's like a key part of that cake. Um, similar to Maya, I feel like enjoyment is really big. You know, I got to be enjoying my life. I want to have fun in whatever I'm doing and just being happy to be alive. It's not always easy because life is hard. But when you are enjoying your life in whatever form, that's really important. And then sorry to be a capitalist, but money is part of it, too, because I think that money does make life easier. If I have enough money to make sure my bills are paid and then I can go out for drinks later or I can book a vacation or I can get my hair done. That's part of the enjoyment. That's part of the community. So, yeah, that's my cake. And then my hot take is that um, I think that people don't like the soft life because it's accessible to black women. I think that a lot of people feel a type of way that black women are claiming that and saying, hey, I'm not going to put up with X, Y, Z because of the soft life. And people are like, hmm. Why don't you want to work hard? Why don't you want to suffer? Why don't you want to struggle? I think that it's an issue now for a lot of people, even within the Black community, because they're used to Black women being strong and independent and blah, blah, blah. And I think outside of the community, the Black community, people are like, Black women not wanting to be tough? That doesn't sound right. So it's like white women or non-Black women of color can't say the soft life because, you know what I mean? Like if you're white, your white life is a little bit soft anyway, just because of, white supremacy and things like that. So I think the hot take is a lot of the people are mad at Black women for the soft life because they think the Black women should not have a soft life.
0: Ooh, yes. That is a great, great point, Anae. Because I think, again, when we think about things that like we participate in, suddenly it's not valid or suddenly it's like the value has gone down, right? Suddenly now it's not like a premium thing. Now, okay, y'all ruined it kind of thing when, again, we invent everything. (laughs) But I think that's such a great point about allowing Black women to participate in it. And that makes people mad. We know why. Again, like you said, they want suffering to be our entire birthright and it's not. And so I think that's a really, really good point. I mean, Y'all know, again, and we talked about this a little in Atlanta in our live show. Like, I don't think I get it, the soft life, just like in caps as an aesthetic. And it may, again, be a branding thing to Kathleen's point. And I'm not sure also, though, or if it's just that I am struggling with being soft even personally. And so that's like my own things that I'm just like hitting up against and like no I just don't like this entire aesthetic because I think for me a lot of the things that bring me peace are not the things that bring other people peace and I feel weird about talking about them or enjoying them because usually people give me a "Uh, that's weird look so when I think of my soft life cake if I'm participating in, in this even though I don't necessarily know that I believe in the aesthetic it would be freedom for me to change my mind. I change my mind a lot and I get a lot of looks for that and I get a lot I think of even like self-judgment for that. I ha- I judge myself a lot for changing my mind. When I'm like that was 2 weeks ago. Like that that was another Chelsea. Like don't worry about that. And I think I change my mind so often that I judge myself for it and other people judge me for it. So I want to have the freedom to change my mind. And to that note, another piece of it I want to have The freedom of, like, no judgment and that, again, is yes from other people, but it's 90% from myself, right, of, like, being like, no, like, this is actually what I want and I'm going to live in it and that's cool and that's the only person that needs to care about it. So I think those are the things that are in my soft life cake that are probably just even, like, bubbling up when I think about soft life aesthetic because basically I want to have the freedom to not care, (laughs) like, point blank. Period. And I think that's a hard thing for me to swallow to even like get to. And understanding that, like, not caring for me is a luxury and it's actually something that is perhaps attainable, but I'm stopping myself from attaining it. So, yeah, that's what's in my soft life cake. Thank y'all for sharing all that because I think there are a lot of great points in here that I want to dig into a little bit because, you know, going back to your point in A about you know, Black women not being allowed to claim a soft life, it's suddenly not for them. What does it mean? Like, is it possible to be soft then when other people, external factors, whatever it may be, aren't allowing it? Like, who gets to be soft then?
1: Yeah, and I think that that might be why people are, like, railing against it a bit like it might be why people are be really like oh that's not for black women because there are so many systems set up in that we have not been able to be soft. And so I do want that for us. I think like when it becomes a trend like we're in a soft girl summer, you know, there's that inevitability that it's going to swing back like the pendulum's going to swing the other way like what happens come fall and winter. Right? Are we like back to being hard as fuck? Are we back to those systems that do not enable us to be soft? Like for me, again, not to go all k-tap on everyone again, but like it's about dismantling those systems so that we can be soft all the time instead of making it this trend or this aesthetic, right? And I do think that softness—you know—we all gave kind of def- different definitions of it, and I think that softness should be defined for yourself. And when we talk about freedom, I think it is about living against binaries, like these rigid binaries as black women. So we don't have to be strong all the time. We're never going to be weak because that's just not in our DNA. But we also maybe aren't going to be soft all the time either. You know, again, we have not had the freedom to be soft in the past. And there are a lot of people still who cannot live this soft life or live a stress-free life because our lives are stressful and there are systems created to make sure of that and to continue that. So I think if we're going to, you know, lean into softness, we are inevitably going to have to be hard sometimes. You know, if you have a certain job or you have kids and you have certain responsibilities, you don't really have that freedom to be soft. And so I think, yes, we should celebrate it, absolutely, if you have the luxury. But there is a conversation to be had about being realistic about it and about trying to create— A world in which, like, everybody has that freedom. And I don't know if we're ever going to get there. We're not going to solve it on this podcast, as Chelsea always says.
0: (laughs) We may. I mean, if anyone's (laughs) going to do it, it's going to be Black women, number one. (laughs) And it'll probably be, like, we'll probably come up with a better solution than most of the people who are deciding things right now. Just saying.
2: (laughs) True. And I'm hearing you guys talk. I feel like the thing that keeps ringing in my mind is It sounds like soft life means there's no difficulty. And for me, I don't think that way. I think there might be a small amount of difficulty because that's just life and how do I ever change if there's not a little bit of difficulty. But it's like, oh, if you have kids, you know, you may not have a luxury of soft life, but if I want to be a mother and I have kids, that's my soft-ass life. Yeah, they probably hard-headed and running around, tearing things up and shenaniganing, but you know it's still pretty soft because those, my kids, I wanted to be a mother, not to say there won't be any difficulty in that, but that's what I wanted. This is what I signed up for. Yes. there are going to be trial and tribulations, but my life is still pretty soft. On the other hand, I also feel like I'm very much the type of person, especially if I don't know you, I don't care. Like, why do I care what somebody down the way got to say about how I experience myself? Like life? They're not financing me, they're not sleeping with me, and they're not feeding with me. So why am I caring about what you define as soft? I really very much don't pack it up, take it home to somebody who cares. That's number one. Number two, Hey, I'm just like, oh, that's not soft. Says you, the struggler. Like, mind your business. Thanks. (laughs) Like, no one asked you for your two pennies. Come back when you got a dollar. I'm done with you. So I also feel like soft life should be honestly learning how to take care of yourself and what that means. So I feel like us as Black women, we're taught to care about everybody else and everything else. But ourselves. So hopefully for black women, that's what I would speak upon us. Have your soft life be whatever it takes to care for yourself, because if you go around and you ask my mother, her sisters and so forth down the line, how do you care for yourself? They would not be able to tell you. They'd be like, oh, you know, I get a massage every year. I'm like, girl, I got one in two weeks. I'm going. (laughs) You know,
1: if that even. But, it, like-
2: hello. Hello. So it's just like our challenge us to move in the soft life in the mind frame of how can I best take care of myself mentally, physically and emotionally? Because if you don't, who's going to do it?
3: I mean, ultimately, softness is subjective. And that's I think the point that Maya is making. That's the point that I've always stood by is that the original definition is about the way that you mitigate having a hard life. Life is going to be hard because world, the world is a hard place and people are hard and things are going to happen. But what's hard to you is not hard to me. Right. So for certain people, it could be like hard is like, you know, I have a multi-million dollar business and I have all these employees to take care of and this and that. That's hard to you. It's also hard to me. And that's why I'm not doing it. Right. Hard to me is going to the gym every single day, even though the objective is to be fine. It's it's thinking about what I'm going to cook for dinner when I could just Uber eat something. It's Things like, okay, when I'm flying home, I'm on Southwest, do I want to pay the extra $20 to check in early so I don't have to do it? That seems hard. Checking in at 24 hours before my flight, I should just pay the $20. That's part of the soft life. And I think that, you know, knowing yourself and what you need and being able to care for yourself and address those needs is the soft life. I get that people are irritated by the luxury and like, you know, the the black girl luxury and the yachts and the expensive trips. But to certain people, that is their soft life. And I feel like they have a right to that. And even if it's tied to capitalism and consumerism, unfortunately, we live in a capitalist society and that's going to be a part of it. So for me, if I don't identify, I just like hide it or mute it or I'll even congratulate. Like, that's really nice for that girl. But I know that me personally, I cannot plan a trip to Dubai and be thinking that it's soft life because I'll be stressed. I'm an easily stressed person. So my soft life would be hiring somebody to do that or maybe just being like, I don't think I'm going to do that. I'm going to go to Tulum. I'm going to go to Nigeria for Dirty December. Like, my soft life is very subjective. And I think that as people, specifically as Black women, we need to understand what works for us and then apply it that way.
1: hmm Yeah. That's a word. I mean, I was I was one of those people that was saying, I'm rolling my eyes at the yachts, but I, I agree with everything you just said in it. <laughs> Like, also, it is, like, who cares what I freaking think? But I think it's about, like, you know— you're right. Like, if that, for whatever reason, triggers me because I probably want to be on that yacht, I should just mute it and keep scrolling because— Not it, a I hater. Should, soft, no, our, I'm, not, I'm not a hater. I just think that, like, you're right, that, like, our soft life has to be defined for ourselves. And if that's, like—if I'm not connecting to that, that's none of my business. That's none of my business.
0: Welcome back to Season 5 of the Go Off Sis Podcast, brought to you by Target, our partner this summer as we celebrate Black joy. Today's episode is brought to you by my favorite cousin, Target.
1: Okay? You and me both. Every time I see Target, she's like, hey girl, come on in. And I'm like, all right, all right, say less.
0: Okay, Target sounds cute. But but seriously, they're the ones who always got your back and put you on to anything you need to create the best vibe for the kickback. Mm -hmm. They've got everything covered. Whether it's
1: accessories for the perfect summer glow-up to the self-care items that'll make you shine,
0: Target is truly invested in black joy. Exactly. Okay. So head over to target.com slash black beyond measure to see how Target is making space for us to create our own seats at the table.
3: I mean, it's a thing of there's there are people who are telling you that there is a specific way to do the soft life. Right. And I think that that Mm -hmm. is a fair point to make that there are certain people like if you're not doing this, this is not the soft life. If you are paying your rent, that's not the soft life. And it's like, wait, hold on now, who, who gonna pay the rent? You know, like somebody has to pay, you know, certain things. So I think that it is fair to critique the people who are trying to lay out the exact rules and regulations and stipulations. But ultimately, we have to be able to create our own boundaries, because as Black women, we've never been able to do that. And so even when it comes to other Black women trying to define it for us, that's not going to work either. So even in this podcast, I hate massages. I don't want anybody digging their claws into my back for any reason. That is the opposite of soft life. I don't even like going to the nail salon because I, ew, like what's going on? You know, so certain things like that, but like, but I'm saying that I love it for y'all. I love the girls who go to the salon. I love the girls who go to get massages, but that's not soft life for me. And I can still hold space for that. So it's just like letting each other be, like Chelsea said, there's not a right or wrong way. But just giving people space to do what they need to do for themselves is part of the soft life.
0: Yeah. Okay. So if you were president of Soft Life Inc. And in a like, okay, cool. I'd buy a couple shares of that for sure. But I feel like to your point, that's again when we get to like aesthetics or like this is the way to do it. That is, I think, my major pushback because I think when we say soft, to Kathleen's point, we're defining it in opposition of something right? We're saying soft is the opposite of strength. Soft is the opposite of hard. When I'm like, okay, but what, I'm just trying to live a, what if I'm doing on my like smart life summer? You know what I mean? I'm just living smartly, right? Why does soft have to be in opposition to something? And I think as, you know, as probably a lot of black women can attest, I am a very dominant person. Like, my personality is very dominant. Quote, unquote, being like an alpha woman is a part of my personality. And it's a part of my personality I'm very proud of, frankly. I really am proud of my ability to be a leader and be a leader in my family, at work, wherever, out in the world. And that's something that I wear with pride. And so that's why I think I have a little bit of, but wait, (laughs) Soft doesn't have to be the opposite, right? It doesn't have to be something that being an alpha, you know what I mean, whatever that quote unquote means, that I can't do while also being soft. And I think that's where some of my questioning has come in because, again, like I said at the top of this, to me, being soft is— Again, not having to make a decision sometimes. I love my ability to again be alpha but I want to turn off sometimes, right? So I think it's just finding that balance, of course, but I don't want to have to say, I have to choose one. I want to be able to do both and feel like both of those things can be soft. Cause there's a time for me to be like, all right, this is what we're doing, da-da-da-da-da. And there's a time when I just wanna be done and I and I'm okay, someone else tell me what to do.
1: I think you're hitting on so much of The backlash—I don't love that word—but the backlash to the soft life, I think it comes from this alpha conversation and this idea that women then, if they're choosing the quote-unquote soft life, that it means that they are reverting back to being soft in their relationships. But that means being dominated by men, which I don't think that being soft in a relationship means that necessarily. It can, if that's for you— but for me, you know, I think it means being emotionally available. It means being trusting. It means being vulnerable. You know, I think I am actually very soft in my relationship in those ways. But I don't think anyone, if you talk to any of my friends and who knows my relationships or who looks at my relationship from the outside, would ever say that I am soft in my relationship because I am the alpha in my marriage. But I, I am very soft emotionally. And he is the person that I am, like, the most soft with in the world when it comes to— emotions and vulnerability and all of that. And I think the pushback is because, you know, when I was thinking of the soft life and relationships, I immediately thought of that clip from Shan Budrum's podcast, Lovers and Friends, and it was going viral. So Jasmine, watch Jazzy Brown. She's on there. She's talking about being submissive, right? She talks about anticipating her man's every move and submitting to him and his needs. And so that clip blew up, right? And people were saying, you know, how dare she be submissive? And, you know, if that's what a soft life is to her, are we, should we be judging her? You know, that's not my ministry at all. I'm not going to be someone who's submissive like that in my relationship at all, but I am going to be soft. And so I think that's something... Being soft in relationships is something that we as Black women deserve in in every single relationship, whether it's romantic or not. But I don't I don't know if I can get on board with the submissiveness of it.
0: Yeah, yeah. Let's dig into that because they think softness and submissive two different things. Mm. Maya got
3: two something different. to say. Go
2: ahead. Go ahead. go. Ahead. Ahead. Here, Here she go. You Here know, she go. You know. I wasn't gonna say nothing. <laughs> I wasn't really going (laughs) to say nothing, but you know, since you asked me, softness is like you and your significant other having the same point, but you're getting to it in a different way. So like, maybe I need him to do something for me. And I'm not going to rah-rah him to death because that doesn't probably work with him. like, babe you know, you just really put up shelves so well. Can you just, you know, show me how you do that? You know, That's what softness is to me. Submissive just very much seems like I'm under you. Like I am your subordinate and I don't like that. And back to the lovers and friends thing, I felt like that was very much submissive and not soft because I don't know if everybody saw the, um, the rest of the episode, but she was just saying like, Certain things they do during sex he really likes and she does it out of love for him, but she doesn't like it. And for me, in any relationship, there's things that you agree on. There's compromises and there's hard lines. And if that is something you don't like, but you're doing it for them, you're more than compromised. You're sacrificing for for that person. And I don't really feel like things of that nature should be sacrificed for a significant other. So to me, it's like, well, what are you really getting? Okay, he's getting all these things. That's great. We love that for you. We want that. What is she getting? What are, you, what are you getting out of it? And that's not to say she doesn't get anything. I just didn't hear it in that podcast. That's all I'm saying. It just seemed very much like she was giving a lot to him. And since I don't know their situation completely, she might not have been getting anything in return. Because is this a relationship at this point? Or are you an employee? Like I'm not trying to be funny, but that's what it's giving. It's giving you work for him. It's giving you don't get anything. And I get, because I, I'm in love on, if, when, my man, when I get one, I'm gonna love on him to death. That's going to be my baby. But I can't put the love that I have for him above the love that I have for myself because it's not going to work. And he, he should do the same thing. He should not put the love he has for himself above me because then he's going to lose himself. And then he's going to become somebody I don't even like. Cause he's gonna start a, t- trying to OD please me and like, I hate a yes man. Like tell me no, nigga. Like no. <laughs> <laughs> tell me no. I might just be testing you to s- baby. Let's buy an island and a plane just to test you. And then he's gonna just look at me like Maya. Now oh, you yeah, know. We I'm like, okay, sorry. <laughs> what? I, what name? <laughs> Come
3: on, telling I hate me it. no for what? Come on! I hate
2: it. I mean, you know, don't tell me no. You don't want a time. man to tell you
3: no ever, and I'm I'm baby, and I've been told no <laughs> enough outside. So when I'm at home, I want to be told yes, angel baby. What can I do? Ooh. What can I What like what's up? I'm sorry to say,
2: this. and this
3: right. is listen. This is a point where I'm a I, y'all might have to pull my my feminist womanist card. There are a couple of gender norms I do think make sense. And in Mm. the sense of that, I want to be babied and I want to be protected. So certain things, I'm African, I'm also from the South. So certain things like the man providing for the woman, I feel very strongly about that. Of course, things happen. Life gets in the way. Sometimes men be broke. That is very unfortunate, but it happens a lot of times. But for me personally, I want to be taken care of because I have been taking care of myself up until this point. What can you bring that eases burdens? I feel like a lot of times, you know, Part of the soft life is like, how can you help me? How can you support? Not necessarily funding my entire life, but like I would like to be cared for in a way that I wasn't when I wasn't with you, if it's possible. So, you know, I you know, I got somebody and he take care he takes care of a lot of things, but also part of my softness is also leaning outside of that norm and be like, you know what, I could I could drop a bag on this man. My man, not regular people outside, but my man, I could drop a bag on him to make him feel good. If it's his birthday, something special is going on or whatever. And I feel like playing into a gender norm can bring out the softness. I'm baby. He says yes to me. He takes care of me. He opens the door. He does whatever. And it helps me access the softness that I haven't had the opportunity to access in the past for whatever reason. And so I do feel like as much as gender norms can be problematic for me, there's a sense of comfort because it lets me be soft in a way that I've never had. The opportunity to be in the past. So don't tell me no. That means you hate me.
0: That's <laughs> said like, it means you hate me. <laughs> you hate me. So. Point blank. Period. I, I mean, I think I hear, I hear that. I definitely think to your point and your by your own admission, like that is pretty heteronormative, right? Because I think that's the other thing. You know, when we talk about softness, we're equating that in a lot of ways. The way that we've been talking about it to being feminine right? Quote, unquote, feminine, right? Soft is, baby, like, I love the way you, you know, do these shelves, or, like, I want to, like, spend money on you, or I want to spend time on you, I want to, like, lay on you. Like, these are things that we normally associate with being feminine, right? And, again, even, like, Jazzy, I'm sure, I don't know, I'm not in her head, like, no, thank you, but, like, that's her way of being feminine, right? Being, like, the perfect wife, the perfect woman for her man, right? And I think, that we do get a little, little, you know, unsteady there because there are a lot of those things at play that then, you know, is it only straight cis women who can be soft then, right? Like, I feel like there's a sort of slippery slope with that. And I know, like, even for me, when I've been with, like, men and women, like, it's like that Jill Scott clip. Like, if you can tell me what to do, you can tell me what to do regardless of your gender, like, your station in life. And if you can't tell me what to do, you can't tell me what to do. You can be a millionaire trillionaire and not know how to, like, get me to go to lunch with you. So, bye. You know what I mean? Like, or you can be a five-two fine-ass girl who's like, all right, you're coming to lunch with me. Uh, okay. I'll be there in five minutes. You know what I mean? So, I think the there is a little bit of making soft feel feminine that I do get a little nervous about. And us, like, making that prescriptive, that softness then has to be feminine. It has to be in the tone of your voice, right? Or it has to feel like that it's, like, you know, a warm bath versus, like, you know, some of the things that we are already talking about, like freedom of choice, uh, you know, the ability to, you know, drop a bag on your man. Like, I want to be doing more of that. I want to be thinking more about that when we talk about softness
2: oh well um yeah <laughs> here she go. i don't do anything uh, oh, let me start by saying i think we're only speaking from this perspective because we all are black women and for mm-hmm. a majority mm-hmm. or a big portion of our life it has been go 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 work 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 so like that has been highly stressful and you just want to to kind of sit back and relax, that's one. Two, I don't know what soft looks like for a man because I'm not a man. Um, so, you know, they would probably be able to give better insight into what relaxation and a calm life looks for them. Um, I also feel like people who don't identify as female, male, or gender binary, like I said before, should define what softness means to them. And I'm pretty sure right. they probably do. Or feel, feel like, like they
0: can, right? Right.
2: Yeah. yeah. And, I, and I want I want everybody to feel that way. I want everybody to feel like they can define softness as they see fit, like Anae said earlier, subjective. But I, the big question for me is, what are you getting in a relationship for? Like when you're talking about softness and femininity and masculinity, why are you getting into a relationship? Because I feel like getting into that space with somebody should be you wanting to come and giving to that person and then wanting to come and give it give to you and you align on what that looks like for both of you, whether he's coming in and he's a stay at home dad and you go to work or she's a, a stay at home wife or both of y'all work, whatever that looks like coming in and giving that to each other because you aligned on that. I think. If it means abiding by general rules, you should do that. But just be real about what you want going into the relationship. Do you want somebody who's super soft as a man or super soft as a woman? Do you not really care and you just outside dating anybody as long as they treat you with the respect that you determine you deserve? You're good. So just be yourself like that's really the ultimate thing about this whole thing be yourself out here in these streets if you want to sit back and relax and enjoy the show you do that if you want to rip and run the streets and that's all for you do that too but you know bump these gender norms the thing about me is i don't understand a lot of stuff because i don't allow people to put me in a box no one can define my life for me i've been on this earth 27 years i plan on being here a lot lot longer and i'm not going to live my life based off of what nobody says on tiktok instagram real life the news i don't care so I'm going to move as softly or as hardly as I feel needs to be at that particular time. And that's, it's up and it's stuck from there.
1: Yeah. Gee, I'm like, <laughs> we should end the podcast right
2: there. I'm like, just saying. I know. <laughs> you cannot tell me no, what to do. that's real.
1: I mean, I agree with everything Maya just said. And I think that that's part of why I don't love... Even the like saying the gender norms exist because it is Maya just said, like you, it's about knowing yourself and doing what feels right for you. And I wish for everyone, you know, what I wish for everyone and for their soft life is to have that Maya energy of I don't give a what anyone else says or what's going on on in Instagram or trying to compare myself or trying to live a life like someone else is prescribing to me. I wish that for everybody, and I think part of that is, you know, pushing back on these gender norms. I, you know, I've talked about on this podcast before, when you're in a long-term relationship, I've been in one for 10 years, stuff fluctuates, you know? Sometimes I've been the breadwinner, sometimes he's been the breadwinner. Right now, it's a, it's pretty equal, but there's certain things that, like, I will never do. Like, I would have never done the laundry or cooked a meal in our relationship. And those are two things that are, like, usually prescribed to the woman, and that's just not how my relationship works. And so, yeah, I just don't like this, like, patriarchal weirdness and masculinity-femininity stuff, but I agree that it's, like, like Maya said, it is, it is about you knowing yourself and being able to live as freely and as openly as you want to without anybody telling you what the F to do.
3: I mean, but part of the, that freedom is knowing that that freedom is nuanced and it's contextual. Like for me, I want to be taken care of in a certain way. Softness for me is being taken care of because that's my personal background. At different parts of my life growing up, my dad has mostly been the breadwinner, but that's never stopped him from going into the kitchen, rolling up his sleeves, cooking the food, making sure that my mom can sit down after work or do whatever. So it's so nuanced that I feel like it's, for me, it's impossible to police what people are doing when it comes to soft life. It is so important for us to let people have their their thing and let them have their own definition of what it is, because I can't feel the same way that you feel about something because I don't live your life. And so I keep stressing this that it has to be a personal decision on how you're going to be soft, and people are not going to necessarily agree with you. When I think about the generational gap, I talk about my mom. Talk to my mom about mental bandwidth and what is possible for me to do and what's not possible. And my mom's like, millennials are so, <laughs> yeah, millennials. Yeah, I, I told my mom like, yeah, I'm a baby. I don't want to do certain things, and I'm not going to do it because I don't have to do that. And I told my, I always tell my mom, you. You felt like you had to do it because of the circumstances that you lived in. And so softness for you means like, I have to set myself up so that later, 20 years from now, 50 years from now, I can put my feet up. I'm going to put my feet up today. I'm going to relax today. I'm going to have fun today. And that's just because of my circumstance and my nuance and the, the situation that I'm in. So it's just, I feel like I keep stressing this and going back to the original definition is trying to figure out a way to navigate your life in a way that does not make you miserable.
2: And I know Beyonce told some of y'all to quit your job. Baby, you might want to rethink that. <laughs> rethink that. Yeah.
1: a
3: word. Beyonce
2: can quit her job. She doesn't have a exactly. job exactly. <laughs> I mean, well, she's
1: got she's got jobs,
2: but you're right. The, the
3: job, the job ain't your <laughs> <her> job.
1: No. <laughs> her job is being Beyoncé. It's not a nine that's, to five, that's for sure. Yeah. She lied. Yeah, and I think that it's also about when you were making the lane analogy. I was thinking it's also about like sometimes we're swerving into different lanes. Don't do that in real life. But, you know, like, life is contradictory. You know, it isn't, you know, all the time, okay, I'm going to be the person who opens doors and then they're going to be the person. Like, sometimes it's it's more uh, equal than that. And I think that, like, again, what I keep stressing in this is, should things be in these, like, very rigid binaries? Can we allow for mess? Can we allow for nuance? Can we allow for softness and hardness and strength and weakness and all of this stuff together. And that's why when we define aesthetics and this kind of life or whatever, I just push back on it because like I'm messier than that shit. And I'm some. I wake up one day, I'm somebody next day, I'm somebody else. And can I be that? Can I be me?
0: Yes, exactly. Literally. You guys know that it's like, I will be a different person in a week and like Be like, I I don't know her. What are you talking about? Like I said at the top of this, like, I don't even know her. Who's Chelsea? My name is, like, Vanessa now, you know? And I feel like, uh, it's not going to be Vanessa. We'll work (laughs) out that. (laughs) Riley. Yeah, that's my, like, other name. My name is Riley now. But I think also, like, to that note, there is a— there is. I think even just a recognition of privilege in this conversation that we have to even switch lanes, right, to be in another lane, to be able to be driving the car, period. There is a lot of privilege in that, and I think I just want us all to recognize that the ability and the freedom, again, that maybe our mothers, our aunts, our grandmothers, our great-grandparents didn't have to even be considering this and to be Thinking about what the soft life means for us and and making it real and designing it and then living it is privilege and it's amazing that we have this opportunity to talk about it and do it and see it and celebrate it. There's a lot of privilege and there's a lot of people who who don't get this chance or this opportunity. I don't have the time to be thinking about what does this soft life mean for me. And so I think that is my wish that people have that time and have that privilege to be able to design it themselves, whatever that looks like, because. As we're talking about this, I think defining that for yourself, like that being soft, quote-unquote, as we're discussing it, takes more courage, takes more power, takes more energy than just being, quote-unquote, hard or, quote-unquote, strong. It takes more, right? It means that you say, this is what I want, this is what I'm going to be, and I'm not going to care what anyone else says or thinks or does. And I think understanding that that takes, again, more than just being hard or just being strong is is really powerful. So that's what I just, I want for, I want for the folks. I want for all of us. But yeah, just want to recognize that. All right. Wow. What a great conversation, y'all. Thank you. This was lovely. Yeah. So I think go out and do whatever makes you feel soft or not, frankly. All right. With that, we have reached the end of our discussion. But now, oh, wait. We're at the favorite part of this podcast for me. Yes, my friends, we have reached the Don't At Me. This is the part of the conversation where we tie a bow on everything we've just discussed. We give you all some food for thought and some energy just to move about the rest of your day with. And in case the title wasn't clear, y'all can't at us, okay? Nothing. Nunca. Non. nine No. Heart. Emoji. And we're going to kick it over to the one and only soft doll, Anae. Come give us that, don't at me. Hey, y'all. I'm super soft on the mic today because it's soft girl season.
3: But what exactly does it mean to be soft? What is the soft life? I think it depends on who you talk to. For some, it's luxury vacations and luxury handbags. For others, like me, it's ordering Popeyes on Uber Eats instead of cooking a real meal for dinner. Sorry, mom. But I think for everyone, it's really about drawing boundaries in our personal lives so that we can be treated in the way that we want to be treated, in the way that we deserve. I say this to remind everyone that softness is something that the world has no right to dictate, especially not for Black women. For generations, Black women across the diaspora have been doing the backbreaking work of being everything, everywhere, all at once, taking care of this person in that situation, projecting excellence and strength at all times. And while many of us have worn that aptitude as a badge of honor, being superwoman is really, 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 really hard. Sometimes I don't want to be the strongest person in the room. And maybe I'm not God's strongest soldier after all. That being said, if softness is what you're seeking, then you have the right to define what it means for you, regardless of what the world has to say about it. Now is the time that you center that gaze inward and identify the areas in your life that need a little bit more softness here and there. Pay attention to the wants and to the needs that you've stifled all this time and just just take care of yourself. Whatever that looks like for you and for your situation. Don't worry about what other people are doing. Don't worry about what capitalism and the game and Instagram all of those things say about what the soft life is supposed to entail. Your life, your rules. So, cheers to giving ourselves grace to prioritizing our happiness, and to being in tune with our own needs. Cheers to the soft life. Don't at me, though.
0: The Go Off This Podcast is a Refinery29 original. It is produced by Rashad Isaac, Crystal Devone, Jordan Mason, and me, Chelsea Sanders. It's edited by Hanger Studios. My co-hosts today were Kathleen Newman-Bermang, Maya Carmichael, and Ineye Komanevo. Like what you heard and want some more? Head over to Spotify, iTunes, or wherever you listen to podcasts to catch up on all episodes. And don't forget to drop a review or leave a comment to let us know what you think. You can also find us where it all started, on Instagram, at r29unbothered. Thanks for listening. And don't forget, it's okay to go off, sis.
1: Money,